For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you are the reason for the service. That God will speak to you and direct you on this particular day. This morning, you want to lift your hand and pray for one second. Just thank God for Resurrection Sunday when Jesus rose. From the grave just thank god that because he lives we can face tomorrow because he lives we are alive just thank god that there's great power in the presence of of god and god is here to make a difference in our lives just wherever you are just lift your hand and talk to god and just pray oh god what what a great blessing what a great blessing that we are the partakers of that great sacrifice at Calvary that we who were no people today we are not the people of God we who were once walking in misery walking in sin today we are walking in church we are pastors we are choristers we are ashes today we who were once the outcasts of our families we are now the ambassadors of God in this place wherever you are just thank God for one second just lift your voice and, and just tell God what a blessing, what a blessing. Father, after what you have done for us, all we can ask for is more of you. After giving your life, after shedding your blood, after dying and rising again for us, we cannot ask for cars or money. We cannot ask for anything. All we can ask for is more of you. This, this morning, give us more of you. This morning, bring us to the place where you want us to be. This morning, prepare our hearts for a life of service to you. This morning, let us be able to truly desire to, to love you that you will have your way in our lives. Thank you for everyone here this morning. Thank you for our celebration of Easter when you rose from the dead. Thank you that as we are here, Jesus, you are here in our midst. Be enthroned in this house. Let this assembly be unto you. Assume the high and mighty place. May you alone be preeminent. Receive all the honor. Receive all the glory. Receive it this morning. From our hearts and from our lips. In Jesus' name. And all the said, Amen. Put your hands together. You may be seated. Tell somebody what a blessing to be here on Easter 
Sunday. Thank God that Jesus did what he did. I mean, you must remember where you came from. And you must remember your classmates and your, and your companions. You must remember your area. How many have area boys or area girls? You have area boys. And you can see where they are. One day I saw my former area boy. When I saw him, where he was and what he was doing, I said, Lord, thank you. Thank you for saving me. Because if you had not saved me, I would have been there. It is a great mercy that Jesus died and rose again. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes um, I wonder if we really consider why Jesus did what he did. You know, I mean, why did he go to the cross? And why did he sacrifice his life for us? There are reasons. Um, Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. A very popular, very well-known scripture. Why Jesus did what he did and what it means for us. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men this is just telling you how far Jesus came down that he was equal to God but he became like a man and said that and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself even more i mean becoming a man he didn't become the greatest man when he when he became a man he didn't, he didn't stay there he went even down and he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross you know in that scripture we find one of the key reasons why jesus did what he did because he was obedient to the father hallelujah amen. i didn't hear a good amen, amen. Uh, are you looking at me just just look at me i'm preaching for five minutes today's easter sunday you have a motto or fufu waiting for you and so i'm preaching very short but jesus did what he did out of obedience amen, amen. the father said who can go and save these people look at them human beings fornicating all the time lying cheating stealing not one honest person in their whole humanity because hey i can't pick one of them to save the rest the whole class they're going to fail like that's like some schools what what can we do and he said somebody must go and save them amen and then he said who will go and the father he said listen these people they are very bad oh it will be difficult to save them their sins are many 
So you must go through pain. It's, it's a very big beating. It's an extended beating that you must go through to, to save these people. And he said, who will go? And when you looked at all the angels, they all looked away. <laughs> As you do when it's offering time, they all look away and say that this one, <laughs> this one is not, it's not our time. And then, my son, I cannot make you go. Otherwise, it's not love. You understand that? I cannot say go by force. Get up. Go. Go and save mankind. I cannot make it. Otherwise, like, it's like, eh, as for me, I'm the one you're ascending. You're the God the Father. I'm always ascending God the Son. This is not equality. You know, it's not like that. It's not that. Jesus had to go by himself. Are you here this morning? He had to go by himself. It couldn't be force. It was love. And the Father said, go and out of obedience to the father he went amen are you here this morning out of obedience to the father he went and so one of the reasons why jesus came to the earth was in obedience to the father because the father wanted to save people like us Look at your neighbor. Say, look, you're wearing a nice dress, but Charlie, you know correct. You know, I mean, you know you know correct. Or uh, my Florence, you know, you're not correct. As she see, she knows she's not correct at all. We are not. But Jesus did it for us. And so he came in, in obedience to the Father, the Father's desire to save us he came but you see sometimes there are more than one reasons why we do things and so go to hebrews chapter 12 we see another reason why jesus came to die on the cross and hebrews chapter 12 it says wherefore see me also encompassed by the spirit of witnesses verse 2 let us look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And then it says, Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross? No, this is not obedience. No, this one, there's something inside. This is not that out of obedience to the Father, I went to the cross. He says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And so Jesus saw that I, I'm here, I'm in heaven with the Father. Now I must come down, I must give up my royalty, give up my power, give up my my everything and come down to be a man those bad people some from Kumasi come and be like them and then even worse I will die a, a wretched death he says Charlie that, that cross is not that I go and die on the cross smiling no no, no it, was a, it was a very wild death 
Jesus said that I should come and die that death and go down then he said hey but when I look beyond the cross I see something wonderful I see a, something very powerful then he said that okay for the joy for the joy that I see beyond the cross I will do it I will do it and so there was a reward that was was set aside for him and that was just a name when do you understand what a name is but there was a reward set aside for Jesus it was a name the name above every other that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow that is how God exalted him after the cross and so sometimes you have to understand that we, we can we do things for the reward that is set before us and many of us who are here this morning I want to encourage you amen that as you have seen the risen Christ who has gone through what he did with a reward in mind I want you also to have a reward in mind there is a reward for us amen I said there is a reward for us Jesus said I come quickly and my reward is with me and he said that listen there is no one who will give even a cup of water to the least of these ones and you will not receive a reward if you go to the Bible and you check reward you will see it is there pa. it is very very there and so there is a reward that has been set aside for people who will do certain things to merit and to receive that reward now Jesus' calling was to die for us but we are people and and so what is what is the root to our reward amen turn to second timothy chapter 4 i mean the best way to prepare for our reward is to see somebody who has received his and when we see what he did to get his reward then we can now begin to prepare ourselves for our reward second timothy chapter 4 verse 8 and that's paul and he says henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the lord the righteous jesus said i come quickly and my reward is with me revelation 22 and so paul is confirming it he said that the righteous judge shall give me at his appearing amen oh i said amen, amen. And, and so paul is telling us here that he paul he is ready and he's going for his reward and he's going to collect it and so we who are here this morning my question is what did paul do to be so sure about his reward that we too can follow those footsteps since let us be imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise there is something that they have done to be so sure of their reward and their salvation and so we who are here we should also be sure of our reward and our salvation 
so that we can look forward to heaven. Ask Eva, do you look forward to dying? Or what did he say? No. 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 Ask him, if I was to give you visa and ticket to America, that one, do you look forward to going to America? You are saying yes already. You look forward to going to America But to look forward to going to heaven You don't It's amazing It's amazing And one of the reasons Is that many people Even though you are a Christian We are still sometimes Not very very sure What we shall meet When we go there We are not very sure but Paul was certain. He said, There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. He was so very sure. Let us see what Paul went through and what he did. That we can follow those same steps to be, be so confident of our salvation. Verse 6. Paul says, For I am now ready to be offered. Telling that I'm ready. And the time of my departure is at hand. Tap neighbor. Tell them, don't be afraid to die. Never be afraid to die. Shake your neighbor. Tell them, no, 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 no. Shake. Oh, you are not shaking your neighbor well. Tell him, never be afraid to die. When they say you are dying soon, say okay. You will say okay. Say okay. No, listen, tell anybody, hey, I'm not joking. <laughs> it's not a April Fool's. April Fool was Tuesday. Or, no, I'm very serious. If they come and say you are going to die next year, what's the answer? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Paul says, My time has come. Verse 7. And he tells us what he did. That makes him so confident of his reward. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. And I have kept the faith. Hallelujah. This morning, three things you must do in your lifetime. Three things. These three things, you must do them in your lifetime. Are you here this morning? Number one, you must fight a good fight. Number two, you must keep your course, finish it. And number three, you must keep the faith. Amen. I said amen. amen. Fight the good fight. One of the supposed hallmarks of Christians is that we don't fight we don't fight we are peace we are like sheep we don't have teeth we don't have horns we don't have claws we are harmless amen and so people believe that Christians you are supposed to be just just harmless anything at all you say yes no no yes yes just you are just a, 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 anybody at all person it's not true 
People like come and cross me and see on the construction site. It's not true. I thought that we are harmless. Amen. People like beat your wife and see. And then let them if you call me after you're beating your wife, you see what I'll do to you. I'm not harmless. Hallelujah. Tell somebody if you like beat me and say I'll call the pastor. <laughs> no, there's there's a place for fighting, and that is why Paul says, fight a good fight. There are those things, there are certain things that you must fight, not as other men, but you must fight in a different way. Hey, are, are you here? Don't be a weakling. No, no, no. Jesus Christ was not weak at all. He was able to stand up and argue with Peron. Listen, you cannot put me. Are you, what are you doing? You don't have power. The power is not from you. He was not afraid at all. When you saw a policeman, yes, sir, the hand behind his back. Yes, sir. No, no, sir. I beg you, sir. Master, sir. Please, sir. No, it's not like that. When they come and say, yes, what, what is it? Are you the man? I won't answer. He didn't answer. He was not afraid. And so it is not that we are to be weak, but we are to fight a good fight. Are you here? And the question is, what are we fighting? Second God chapter 10 and verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Second Corinthians. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but what mighty through god mighty through god it means that our weapons the fight we are fighting our weapons are not natural weapons that we use to fight people because when you are fighting your wife is your hand and your mouth you use true or false when you are beating a child what do you use a cane and a whip Ask the teacher. When you are fighting your neighbor, what do you do? You come to the wall, then you quarrel across the wall. Or oh, it's not like that. Hey. That's how it is. When you are quarreling, you come to the wall. You come to say, hey, auntie. <laughs> you are fighting a normal fight using our natural things. But he said that our weapons are not carnal, are not natural. It means that they are supernatural weapons. Amen it means that what we are fighting is not people but spirits behind the people tell somebody don't fight anybody again from today don't fight anybody hey, don't fight your husband or your wife again i didn't hear amen from some people That's where there's most fighting. Or you'd be amazed. Husband and wife is there. Is there? Is there? Yeah. And those who are coming, you see us on the way. <laughs> but don't fight. Li- listen. Don't fight any human being again, because every human being that is there is controlled by something. We are controlled by something. Amen. And if the person is controlled by the spirit of God. There will be little or no reason ever for conflicts. And if the person is controlled by the spirit of the devil, then don't fight the person, fight the devil. Amen. And so as a Christian, yes, you must fight. 
yes we must fight we must truly fight and not give up that is what Nehemiah said he said listen fight for your wives fight for your children fight for your country amen there, there is a lot of things we must fight for but not people don't quarrel with people for, for nothing don't fight over a boy useless fight foolish ah uh, uh, the boy himself is a fool you are fighting about him ah no you are quarreling and i won't talk to you why you've taken my boy he's a very foolish let him go the boy is a curse let him go any proper boy you will never fight over him he will not put himself in a place where two women think that they are mine or i'm this any proper boy he will not once the boy has a conflict at once say ah praise the lord thank him i dash you ah, i'm dashing you trouble <laughs> after you have married him you'll see are, are you here do not fight over these things but rather fight a spiritual battle fight temptation fight temptation because you are being tempted all the time we are being tempted all the time everybody has a special and particular peculiar temptation that is for you there is a temptation with your name on it true or false and when they bring you the wrong one you don't care so you see listen to me listen to me some temptations if you are honest you don't understand why is a temptation some temptations you don't understand it why should a person want to go and sleep with a stranger Are why what is wrong with you that you see a stranger and then when he comes hello sister <laughs> and then and you are going ah, it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense are you not here or maybe somebody comes here today i i was there and then i saw the beer uh, uh, the she the, the go glow and i drunk and then when i finished drinking then and you're asking why, why why couldn't you why, what is wrong with you do you have money to know ah, it doesn't make sense one day my, my son told me that he, he met a girl she's addicted to her phone i said what do you mean she said that she's always holding her phone always and then when they told her put their phone down then she give me your phone they told her put your phone down then she put their phone down then she took it again I said, hey, put it down then she put it down then she took it again they said put it down they said okay okay it's, she's uh, always on her phone I, mean, I don't understand <laughs> my phone is somewhere no, it's not a, it's not a problem to me my phone can't be it's not a problem to me but somebody that 